0: Welcome back Football Fanatics, it's time for week 6 of my Premier League predictions. This is where I go through every game and I just give you my opinions that you'll probably disagree with about how the games are going to turn out and then we have a good old laugh next week about how badly I did. So we may as well just get things off to a start right now. Aston Villa versus Leeds, the Friday night game, two teams that are doing way better than anyone thought. Aston Villa somehow (laughs) sitting right at the top of the table along with Everton and I just don't get it. I don't know what's happened. Just the body relegation last year somehow is still proving everyone wrong. Barkley has been improving this side massively. You can tell. And Watkins gaining momentum. He scored a few goals. Hopefully he can keep that going into this game. They're looking very good. They beat Leicester, which I personally did not expect at all i was shocked when i saw the result i didn't watch the game but i saw the result uh blew my mind absolutely blew my mind and that made me think that they're genuinely a good side this year the fact that they can beat a team like that and get out a scrappy game a one nil but it's fine they won the game you never know when it might crumble for aston villa especially with leeds being a counter-attacking team you never know leeds on the other hand Got off to a good start. Unlucky against Liverpool. And have not really capitalised on any of that good play. They've been playing well, but they haven't done much with it. They're still looking a good side though. Secure Prem Team, 100%. No doubt about it. But they've not really beaten a good side this season yet. And Aston Villa are looking like a good side. It's a tough one. But this result, I'm going to say I want to go for a draw. But I, I do think Villa might... But my look, I think a two-one is sensible and not outrageous for this game. Two-one Aston Villa, moving swiftly on to the twelve thirty Saturday game. This is a this is honestly a tricky one. Weirdly enough, one team above the other, M- M- West Ham, Man City, and it's not who you'd expect. West Ham are currently above Man City, although City yes have not played a game, but West Ham. They're going to be riding high off that comeback against Tottenham last week. That was just amazing. And hopefully, Lanzini can finally get that momentum going to be the footballer that everyone knows he is, but he just hasn't really done yet at West Ham. They have goals in them. They've scored tons of goals this season for a team that's actually had quite a few losses. And they're looking decent. They're looking much better than last year. However, <laughs> if, you're, if you're talking about the Tottenham game, for 60 minutes there, they were awful. It's just shocking. It's a classic by Stan from last year. They were just genuinely rubbish. Man City, on the other hand, they've not got De Bruyne this year. Well, not this year, sorry. They've not got De Bruyne right now, which is going to be tough. But they're finally finding form. They had a bad start. They've just won in the Champions League. Solo 3-1 win. And they beat Arsenal last week, who were looking good. So that's very comfortable finding form, being back to their true selves, hopefully. And Aguero is back, and they already look more just confident in the whole team. He just, he seems to bring something into that team that just makes them more successful and stronger and better. Jesus doesn't really cut it for me. He's not that out-and-out striker that Man City need. There's definitely going to be goals in this game, both teams, goal-scoring teams at the moment. But I just can't not give this to Man City. It's a tough one, but when you're predicting, and when it's West Ham-Man City... West Ham are great at putting off shocks, but you just can't shy away from Man City. And I think especially as they found form, I'm going to go 3-1 Man City win. Carrying on into Saturday's games, we've got Fulham v Palace. Now, these are two teams that aren't doing great. Palace, of course, are looking the better team. But Fulham, just, I just, feel, I feel the worst for them. Sometimes in football, you're just not good enough. No matter who your players are, your coach are, it's just you're outskilled nothing to do with bad coaching or really even bad players. Like they, Fulham do have a few good players in their team, probably a few Prem standard players, but they're just overall they're not good enough. They're sitting rock bottom at the table and they're not looking like they're going to move anytime soon, unless they pull off a couple wins on form. But you never know, I personally don't feel like they're going to do anything this year. Whereas Palace were definitely unlucky to not secure the win against Brighton last week. 100% 91st minute. It's unfortunate they did well to hold out, but just that little bit of edge and that little bit of keeping hold of their lead just wasn't for them Zaha is still scoring and he can always cause problems no matter what he's I personally think he's a bit overrated but I don't that doesn't take away from how I still think he's a good player and he can definitely cause problems definitely score and he's been getting a few even if they are penalties it doesn't matter as long as you're scoring he's going to boost your confidence and I think he can definitely cause problems against the Fulham team that everyone's causing problems against, so it doesn't matter. They have a fair few injuries, but they hopefully can live with them against a Fulham team who is looking poor. The result of this one, you just got to go Palace win with the form Fulham on right now. They're looking awful, they're looking woeful. Palace are going to win this easy, they're going to keep a clean sheet. I'm saying 2 0 to Palace. Moving on to the big game of the weekend Manu versus Chelsea. Now, this one. Is going to be good, I think. Often, big games are a bit of a letdown because they kind of cancel each other out. But these two teams have got poor defenses, really, if we're being honest. Although, with Maguire out, United still might actually do quite well. But they have poor defenses, so I reckon there's going to be goals in this game. And I reckon United will clinch it. And I'll tell you why because I think they're finally found their form, they're finally gelling. I know they had a bad result against Tottenham, but that's I honestly think that's completely in the past. They got a great win against PSG. They were the better team. They were lucky. They played well. And I think they're finally gelling. It took them a while. And I think they are doing it. And you can see it in the players. And you can see it in how they're playing. I think it's coming together for them. I don't think they're going to be amazing. But I do think they're going to be good and much better than they have been the last couple of years. But I I still have my doubts about Oli. I personally don't really rate him as a manager i think his tactics often are very poor very questionable and i'm not really sure what he's doing a lot of the time but he can get it right and when he does they look good as they did against psg and i think they might do the same against chelsea the only problem they might have is that timo Werner has scored he's finally finally scored two actually and i said it once he's scored i don't think there'll be much stopping him it takes everyone a while to adjust the prem you can clearly see it with him it took him a while but i think he's there and he's scored two. he's looking good he's looking sharp he's clearly capable of doing it in the prem and it could cause massive troubles for an injured united defense but chelsea i think they're the opposite direction of manu right now they're not jailed as a team yet they've got a lot of new signings which are good and they will be good in the future I, I'm 100% sure of that but right now they're just not they're not gelled together really Werner and Havertz they're, they're looking they are looking as good as they probably can be at the moment but they're not getting that same spark that you've seen in Chelsea before and there's other signings that just aren't doing it for me they're too inconsistent and they can't hold out a lead which we saw against Southampton they're making sloppy and silly mistakes all over the place which is why I think this is going to Man U. I think it'll be close for sure but I think 2-1 to Man U maybe even 2-0 Liverpool versus Sheffield a team that got humiliated a couple of weeks ago versus a team that's been humiliated all season there's always one of these that I just don't want to bore you with going into too much so I just won't Liverpool are back on form after beating Ajax without Van Dijk or Alisson and again they won't have those players for this week Sheffield haven't won a game this season and they are only not bottom. Because Fulham are just worse. I don't want to go too much into this. Liverpool are going to win. It's going to be about 4-1. I, I don't see how Sheffield United are going to do it away from home against Liverpool. Especially after their high of being Ajax. It's that's just not going to happen. Swiftly on to Sunday's game. Southampton-Everson. Now this one genuinely, I think, is going to be a great, great game. Southampton... After a poor, poor start, they're finding their form again. And they're looking like the team we saw at the end of last season. My guy Dings is back and he's scoring and it looks like no one can stop him. Ings is looking amazing and they have other players that are just gelling together and working. They're not obviously looking top class like Everton are, but they're looking good. And if if Walcott manages to hold off that injury, manages to play this game, he could also cause trouble. Everton themselves know how much trouble he can cause if he's on form. Let's just hope he is not injured for that game, but you never know. Everton, on the other hand, what can you say? They're top of the league. Calvert Lewin, who even is he? What's even happened? Who? Where's the? Where's he gone? He's just amazing now. What? I don't know what's happened really. I, I'm in awe of him this season. He has been incredible. No one can deny it. The only trouble might be that Richardson is suspended following that tackle on Thiago from the Liverpool game. And that might hinder their attacking ability however Hammers is back so you never know that might prove the opposite and you know, and it could, it could it could be okay everton of course put the favorites for this game they're on completely on form they're looking unstoppable right now however i can't help but think back to that liverpool game and they realistically they should have lost they played okay liverpool were the better team they got bailed out by var obviously whether you think it's right or wrong is irrelevant obviously it happened but they still got lucky they probably should have lost they did well they did well to score which is i guess part of the winning team like a premier league winning team but i'm not sure it's there and i am going to give this one to southampton because i think at some point obviously not necessarily but i think at some point everton have to crumble even even if just a little bit and i think this is the game Southampton on form everton also are but southampton at home i think they can cause trouble and i'm going to go with two one southampton Wolves versus Newcastle Wow, this is going to be a fun one who, who even can predict this one? I definitely am going to be wrong with whatever I predict Because I just can't see how this is going to go one one way definitely Because obviously Wolves are a favourite But you just never know with Newcastle Or with Wolves Wolves just have bad days, don't they? But they got a fantastic result against Leeds Away from home as well so they'll be in high spirits. They've got two wins on the shot, hopefully showing signs of something more consistent than they were at the start of the season. And Newcastle have just been weird, haven't they? What What's even been going on? <laughs> Newcastle, tell me, what's, what's been going on, right? You lost to Brighton, you beat West Ham, you lost to Man U, you beat Burnley. You just, you're all over the place. You're not finding form, you're throwing stuff at it and it's working and then sometimes it's not working. You, I think they need some organisation, they need some focus, and they've got a few potential injuries that doesn't help them with their main keeper being out. The only thing I could say is that if Callum Wilson is popping in goals left, right and centre, anything's possible. Anything's possible with that man. If he plays well, it's going to be a tough one for Wolves to keep out. But if he doesn't, Wolves have got it. And i that's why I do think Wolves will win this one comfortably. 2-0. My prediction, but... As I said, you just never know. This is the sort of game that you just don't know. But 2-0 to Wolves is what I think. Now we move on to what I think will be the closest game of the Premier League weekend. Arsenal versus Leicester. Now this this is honestly going to be a close one. They have almost identical records. The only thing keeping them apart is that Leicester have scored a few more goals. That's it. They both, they both won three, lost two. They're literally next to each other in the table. They are looking very very similar and I think this game will show that and show that these two teams are good but they're very similar abilities. They're not as good as they can be I don't think but they're good. Moving to Arsenal there's going to be a party, and I mean that literally because he is back and by back I mean he is just starting. Hopefully Arteta said he's going to be playing against Leicester on Sunday. This is going to be a tricky one because obviously an incredible player from Atletico but it's the struggle of moving from there. To the Prem and Prem game time is essential to being good, and he's not had any really yet. So he could be good, he could not be good. I guess we'll just see how it plans out. Arsenal, of course, beat Leicester in the Carabao Cup earlier this season already, but that's always different to the Prem, so that doesn't really show much about what they can do. Arsenal do look good, but when you when you do consider the teams that they've played and the teams they've beaten and lost to, you look at it and you think. Who have they beaten? They've beaten Sheffield United, they've beaten West Ham, and they've beaten Fulham. Obviously, you should be winning that, and you shouldn't be losing them, so that's good on them, but they're not, they're not good teams. So their winning record is only really against good teams, whereas Leicester have beaten Man City. They've done done—they've done the hard thing. They've shown us what they can do against the big teams. Arsenal haven't done that yet, but that's, that's not to say that they're not capable of doing that. Moving on to Leicester, you can never count them out, really, can you? You saw what they did against City, like I've just mentioned, but... But there's a big, big, big but. Jamie Vardy, is he out for this game? Currently, I'm not sure. I think he is going to be out, but you never know. If he makes a recovery, he could be back for this game. It's going to be a tough one. If he's not back, I don't see how Leicester are going to win this. I was extremely tempted to go for a draw, and I kind of think it might be. But the fact that Vardy is out, Didi is out, it's going to prove very tricky for Leicester to get goals so that's why I'm going to go with 2-0 to Arsenal Monday night football it's a common occurrence now with coronavirus and are we loving it I don't know maybe either way this this is one to meh Brighton must Brom one of them without a win the other has got one win against Newcastle so basically it's the same Brighton at home have no home wins this season Lewis Dunk is out Danny Welbeck is looking doubtful, so that is not good. Their injuries and their team and their performance is not looking good for them this week. However, they do have Lana and Trossard who are looking very, very good for Brighton. A little bit too good, if you ask me. And they can cause problems, especially against the West Brom team that are frankly poor. They just are. West Brom, no wins this season at all. Their best result has been dampened by a lacklustre half-time performance against Chelsea. They did well, yeah, but they just ruined it. Threw it all away. And I've kind of given up hope already of them. I don't see how they can come back, they can escape relegation, how they can do any of it. I've got a couple of draws, but that's not good enough. They need to be winning. I know I know they're new to the Prem, well, at least this season, and it's tricky. But, <laughs> diangana De- De- gone, I can't solve all your problems, can he? So, the result, I'm going for a Little 1-0 to Brighton. Both teams not doing great. Brighton were lucky to get that draw against Palace last week. But Brighton, I think, will edge it. The last game of the weekend. Burnley versus Tottenham. What has happened to Turf Moor? What's happened to it? Once a fortress, now it's a council flat. They're losing all the time, (laughs) and no one really knows what's going on. They're not the team they looked like last year or the year before that. They look completely different. And of course, it's the start of the year, but they're just not looking great. Losing to Leicester is fine. Even losing to Southampton is okay with the form they're on at the moment. But you can't be going and losing to Newcastle, and you can't be going and not getting a goal against West Brom. It's just, you've got up got, like, your game, Burnley. What is going on? You're the second lowest scorers in the league, and you're about to play the highest scorers in the league. This is not—it's not, not going to go well for you. Nick Pope cannot be in goal and scoring goals for you. He can't do everything. You need to up your game. Just do something. Change your tactics. You need to change everything right now. You're looking poor. Tottenham, on the other hand they're looking good oh, they're looking real good I think they're somehow not top 6 but they're just looking good they're looking really really good I can't see how Burnley's shambolic defence could stop Kane or Son <laughs> they're looking incredible they're just assists and goals it's just basically it's them two playing each other so the result I'm going 3-1 Tottenham because I don't see it any, any other way but you never know if Tottenham bring on Bale Burnley might win Surprise! My team is mentioned in this because I don't do predictions for the EFL because there's way too many teams that would be really like many, many, many hours of my life trying to predict stuff about teams that I don't know too much about, and I would get it all wrong, and it would just be embarrassing. So we're going for my team, just my team, AFC Wimbledon. The like the final prediction for this weekend, so I can talk about it. I've done with my team. However, I'm not very hopeful. We're playing Burton bottom of the league they're bottom and i know we're going to lose it's just exactly what we do i don't know jack about burn if i'm being honest they're bottom they clearly don't really have many good players so i can't pick out a standout player i don't really know much about them if i'm being honest i only know that they're bottom which means we're going to lose to them it's just what we do teams below us we just lose teams above us we either get draw or we win or we lose like 5-0 I know that's all the options, but like you know what I mean? It's just we're just poor against the. We can't. We just can't play against the bottom teams. We can't do it. I don't know what's what. Glyn, you sort yourself out, mate. Just you sort yourself out, right? You made some great signings. Everyone loves you for those signings. We've made loads of them, and they're all looking pretty good. Now get them to work together to win a game. We had a great start. What's happened? We've lost one 0 two weeks ago in a row. Two corner goals. Joking me? It's like FIFA. Literally, 45 plus 7 and 90 plus 1, two corner goals. What, what is a simulation? Sort yourself out. Just do, can we just practice corners for the, for the next week? What is going on? And seeing as Wimbledon have lost most of their games by a one-goal margin this year, I'm going to go for another one-goal one goal margin and I'm going 2-1 to Burton. I hate, I really do hate to bet against my team, but until we sort something out, I don't see us beating them. They're bottom of the league and I don't think we're going to beat them. It's just what we do and I don't think anything is going to sort that out yet. I hope we can. But, Glenn, mate, what do we have? What do we have? Get your head out of your ass and make some substitutions once in a while. Jeez.